Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his twelve disciples, and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out, and to cure every disease and every illness. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, and drive out demons. Without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today is the memorial of St. Francis Xavier, who was so well known for his preaching for the many souls that he baptized and converted, that the arm which baptized over 10,000 souls is commemorated and enshrined in the Church of Jesu in Rome. And one of the things that I find fascinating about Ignatius and Francis Xavier is that being good friends, extraordinarily good friends, that they both had to surrender to God's will in their life in very profound ways. While Ignatius wanted, obviously, Francis to stay at his side, they still had to send him to the new world. And in that spirit of surrender, Ignatius did not even know until over a year after Francis' death that he had died, he had passed. And in this sort of example that we see in the early Jesuits, it's a lesson, I think, for the modern church and one that is laid out again and again and again, even in today's gospel. And that is that we need to go where the ground is fruitful, where it is fertile, where it is receptive. In many ways, the Jesuits of their early days were told to, well, look, there's a lot of problems here in Europe. Stay here. Help us out. The church here needs you. But they saw fertile grounds. They went to new pastors. They preached the gospel to peoples that had never heard it. They went abroad. And this was actually highly controversial in the 16th century. People, again, wanted them to stay, to save universities, to save different dioceses, to save different churches, parishes. But they went where the Lord called them. And I think this is important for us to remember because I think so often we treat the church kind of like an airline. Everybody needs to be comfortable. We need to make every sure everybody's seated, they got the meal they wanted, they can gain access to whatever they want. And in this way, I think we make a mistake. We make a mistake because the Lord, obviously, in teaching and preaching, never really shied away from well, offending people, angering them. And we can even say that that anger he knew was planting a seed, a seed that would one day be healed in some hearts, as it was in the heart of St. Paul, the most vehement opponent of Christianity, the one who hated the gospel message the most, is the one who would eventually convert out of his anger, being cut to the heart, and be brought to our Lord's feet, and ultimately become the greatest evangelist of the early church. In so many ways throughout the church's history, St. Francis Xavier being a prime example, it shows us that we are to go where we are called. We are to preach what we are to 
what the Lord desires us to preach. And in the end, he desires to heal every human heart, even if, even if it is, as it says at the end of today's first reading, that he will heal the bruises that he himself has struck. The Lord will indeed heal our hearts, but sometimes he needs to wound in order to heal. And we, too, can learn to receive those wounds, receive those cuts, those bruises, in humility, and ask the Lord to heal our hearts, which often become hardened, and ask him to heal us so that we, too, might go to the people that we are sent, the fertile ground he lays before us.